0: Hey, we are Agnes and Michael Fritz. We currently live and work in Los Angeles and are the founders of Vivo Agua in California. The mission of our foundation is to supply countries like Ethiopia, Nepal and Uganda with clean drinking water. Our aim is to do this by intersecting the clean water mission with the love for art, sports, music and culture. Our podcast focuses on the daily struggles of a social startup, running a business with your significant other, while raising a family and adjusting to life and cultural norms in a new country.
1: Um, hello, Agi. Uh, good news or bad news?
0: Bad news first, as always
1: um we have to create everything uh concerning the speed project cooperation we finally it made happen so we will get a bunch of uh gear like uh clothes shirts and stuff like that and we
0: we need to run
1: no we don't need to run oh. <laughs> for the people who don't know speed project speed project is running from Los Angeles to Las Vegas through the desert six runners and without stopping so you can run like uh, the fastest team was like 36 hours so each of them ran 100 miles in like 10k normally
0: in Germany we would say Staffellauf, right
1: we would say Staffellauf yeah and so, um, each runner runs 10k, then the other runs 10k. And,
0: and, and what's the bad news about? Like, that we have to do what?
1: We have to paint it, design it, create it, make it special.
0: Why is it so bad then?
1: I mean, it's the bad part of the corporation because the good part of the cooperation is that, first of all, we have a cooperation with Speed Project, which is a really radical.
0: I think you did guy. it three years ago also awesome.
1: yeah but I was the bus driver not a runner yeah. um, no I'm, I'm really happy that we have a cooperation and the best thing about it that when all the runners come together from all over the world and they get ready at the Optimist Inc uh, uh, location then we have uh, like an uh, information area with we Conagua where we can uh, show what we're doing with our water project and there we can sell the gear, and all the proceeds go to us. So, this is like everything is easy and prepared. So, it's funny because Niels Arendt, who is the founder of the uh, Speed Project, is also a co founder of Vivo Conagua. So, I think he made the deal in his head with Niels Arendt, the co founder, and Niels Arendt, the, the, the radical uh, inventor of Speed Project. And so, he came up with that solution.
0: That's really cool. I like
1: that. The problem. It's not the bad news, but the problem is um, all the money and administration stuff. Because um, I just realized that we are here now for ten days, and you had a big meeting with the bank. And how you doing? How you say like how you pay money? Like we have to. <laughs>
0: <coughs> that was uh, the the biggest and funniest issue this week for me to send money somewhere so it's like it, it's like the easiest thing for me to do in Germany all the stuff but when coming to a different country i realized that the the simple things can be like annoying or like really difficult and i didn't plan that time i thought it's going to be just like that in 5 minutes
1: uh Sorry for the inconvenience concerning the quality of the... There's
0: a helicopter. There's a
1: <laughs> helicopter, like they call it the a ghetto bird. Ghetto birds. Um, so
0: but well, it's
1: like really close. It's really close. We hope that our little ones continue sleeping. So, sorry for any inconvenience concerning the quality of our podcast, but we are no professionals. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have started anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was so, the topic again?
0: I couldn't send money from the bank account to another bank account to pay a bill. Um, Although we, we have, have money. We have money. <laughs> uh, we have money because we collected money uh, last year and also donations were coming in. and It was really good and it's still there, in the bank account, because last year it happened, the bank account was not there <laughs> anymore. So, we had to open up again because we didn't use it for a couple of months and then they just close it.
1: How, how can that happen? In Germany, it cannot happen.
0: Yeah, but the money was not gone. They just free froze it. And then you had to like reactivate it and set up another bank account. And we just didn't know that it's just gonna like, I think after six to eight months, they just gonna freeze your account. We got the money back, of course, everything. And I had this like um, uh, fear that everything was frozen again. So I went to the bank, but everything is fine. But yeah, these are the things when you found something different uh, and you in a country and you have to start from scratch. And the easiest things are, are not the easiest ones here. Yeah.
1: What else is challenging for you at the moment?
0: So at the moment um, it's still like the, the. I miss my au pair. <laughs> it's not our au pair but it's like also a friend and He's helping us with our daughter and for me it's still very very difficult to deal with that With not having her here Um, And then also to balance everything with you And to start our new life here And household issues are coming up again and again
1: You think like uh, other couples have the same issues like we?
0: When I talk with my friends they always have the same issues.
1: And so what was your solution concerning the household issues?
0: For me, household is the same thing than when you work professionally, so it's a project. So that's why I took you and put you on a chair and we did this nice project management with all the different tasks we have to do in our household. And I would say household is when you live together what kind of things and tasks you have to fulfill. So we did this. I think it took us three hours. Um,
1: Can and you It go was m- like a
0: project, like a project management board, and we put all the tasks there, and then we were discussing what are you doing or oh, what are you doing, and then we also um, calculated the amount of time every one of us need to like need to spend to fulfill that task, and how often it comes up. Like, is it once a week, once a month, once like a year, you know, like doing taxes is once a year, but uh cleaning the bathroom is maybe <laughs> once a week. So yeah, we did that and, and I think I like I like the idea and I like the idea to, to see it like as a project. Um and when I talk with friends it's it's always the same. I mean it's like oh he's not doing the dishes, oh he's like, you know, not cleaning that and blah blah blah. And for me after having that Plan um, a lot of like things which stick is sticking in my head, like oh we need to buy toilet paper or whatever. It's just gone because we divided it, and one is your responsibility, the others are mine, and and it's it's a clear division, and um, and at the end you can just sit there and look who fulfilled the goals and who not, and and then it's easy, and it's not like it's it's. I thought it's not that we do have to fight again over it, but we did this week. And I think it's because we did that plan for Germany, but here we just arrived. We didn't have our au pair. Um I was doing grocery shopping. I was doing. Uh, I was thinking about what we need for our artist residency here. I was doing all that planning, and you already did all the meetings. And I was, I was angry about it because you didn't think about uh, feeding the plants, watering <laughs> the plants. <laughs>
1: I'm not a water guy. Um, like when, when we first did this workshop, let's call it workshop for the project management of household. Fritz. Fritz. Um, what was the amount of hours of the status quo I put into the household and what have you done? You remember? Roughly.
0: I remember it roughly. Um, so and and it's that that was so interesting for me because um, I mean everyone who knows Michael knows that he's really actively doing a lot of things, and uh, a lot of people from the outside would say, "Oh, this is like a really equal relationship, and they're sharing all the responsibility." And Michael is—he's cleaning up, you know, like he's really fast and running around, and is this ADD guy? Uh, who has a lot of energy but in the end um, when i calculated the amount of um time i was spending more than him um, and i um and i added it up as uh, an 8 hour working day um and a 5 um 5 day week to work i was working 3 months more than him just for all the household things and i and, and i mean it it didn't feel like Um, I won, you know, but it was kind of the same feeling because then I was like, okay Michael now you see it's not that I feel this inequality of women and men and blah 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 I could just show him look I'm working three months more than you and So we need to like shift this plan. You know, we need to make it more equal Um, Otherwise, I don't like that
1: For me it was quite interesting because I think um, to put it on a project management level helped me to understand it differently and to uh, still I didn't like it because I realized I had to do more work um, but I think I had this kind of crazy experience when I was giving a speech about Vivo Conagua at a really conservative law company in Hamburg back in the days and I think it was your first time you took off two and a half days you went to Cologne to make some party to meet some friends uh, to just sleep without the kid Uh, um, and I gave this speech and I had some friends with me and I wanted Frida uh, they should take care of Frida of course when I had to start the speech Frida wanted to be uh, uh, with me so I took her on my arms and gave the speech with Frida and yeah obviously my job is really like kind of kind of positive projections and then you have a little beautiful amazing inspiring little something on your on your arms you you get the laugh from the room but then later some people came and said ah it's so progressive that you have your kid with you and that you combine everything and then I uh, just asked them would you have said the same thing to my wife and this was I could only say that sentence because we were talking a lot about this uh, topic about women and men and that men are celebrated when they spend some time (laughs) with their kid and stuff like that and it never happens to, to women so I think this was for me really interesting this image which you have as a father and as a mother and when the father takes care of the kid as well um, working mom and working dad. <clears throat> totally different.
0: Yeah, I mean it was the same. I remember that when I did um, my disaster relief volunteering, first time being away after I think one year, fourteen months. Yeah, It weird. was fourteen months. I was still breastfeeding, and and I was still breastfeeding afterwards. But I went away for like an a, an earthquake response in Indonesia for ten days and um, the newspaper, my local newspaper from the hometown where I grew up, they interviewed me for that um, disaster relief response and then in the end the, the woman yeah, asked me the question if how, how can I do this as a mother and take that risk to work somewhere where it could be like, um, I don't know, um, uh, how do you say that, maybe dangerous. Uh, but she asked me that especially, I don't know how she put that question because I usually can't remember that kind of things. Um, especially like as a as a mother. And and then I, I only also replied like, if I would be a man or a father, you would never ever ask me that. So um, I was really angry. I'm all, always still so angry because what I see is a society which makes like working moms... Um, um, feel bad about what they do, and on the other side, we have a society. When you look at it demographically, um, who needs kids, you know? So um, and for me, I don't feel that surrounding. I mean, of course, I have an, a lot of other friends and who are doing things differently and whatever. But basically, there's a lot of like um, situations where I uh, where I feel that it's, it's not really it's not really seen good as a working mom and traveling and whatever and then also being like this woman who wants to have equality and fighting for equality and whatever it's like um, no I, I wear two earrings and I'm not wearing Lila, <laughs> Lila. I don't know this um, prejudice about feminism and everything but um, for me that's why I thought like okay if we do a project plan it's just not emotional it's a project plan it's tasks if it's goals it's it, that's easy and we need to do that for California as well, Michael.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm so much looking forward to do that again and again and again, because probably it changing all the time with the, uh, the surroundings where you're living, it would be something different if we would live in Uganda or in South Africa or in Bavaria or whatever. Um, is it for you that sometimes... Crazy that like our little one is running around here the whole time and is sometimes integrated. Sometimes you go out with her. Sometimes I go out with her. Sometimes she goes to Kita. Like this change. Like is it hard for you? Like to to be that flexible on a on a mother job, women uh, boss level. Boss. Um, I mean, you're boss of Vivo Canagua, California, so yes.
0: Um, I had once a really nice boss um, at a cultural ministry in Hamburg, the city of Hamburg, and she said, it's like juggling, juggling with a lot of balls. And I still feel that we're doing this because we have so many projects and so many things to do. And for me also, like, family and working together and having a daughter and founding a new NGO or even like a social business in a different on a different continent is a lot of things on this, at the same time but um, I like that I always like that I like to have no routine and I like to have different projects at the same time and I think it makes life just interesting um, but what I don't like is the clashes and if if things are not structured and and you don't know what what you need to do or whatever so i just realize if you do these kind of projects at the same time and, and working is getting more complex and complex um i think that communication is is key to all
1: that's one of the many reasons why we do that podcast <laughs> podcast <laughs> Podca- pod <laughs> pod sorry uh yeah this was interesting too maybe we come from podcast to weed for water um, it was quite interesting because weed uh, cannabis is a legal um, medical plant here in the US
0: Yeah, um, I, I smell that like everywhere here <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's
1: all over the place And of course it's a big business I think it's it went down also uh, um, They have a lot of struggles Madman just thrown out Madman is one of the biggest cannabis companies here in the US Uh, thrown out the CEO because the um, uh, stocks uh, 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 went down a lot from, I think, uh, some $40 to some cents uh, even. And I just posted that I met a guy to to look into the business of weed for water, social business, because there is no social business in weed for water. And weed is is, from my perspective, a universal language. Wherever I go, people connect. Via um, weed, and it's also really connected to the topic of water. So when I told you that I posted it, you already did like how do you, how do you say like um, you knew already that it was a mistake, and you said, "Oh come on, Michael, you're so stupid," because there was a big uh, yeah controversy about whether. A social project like Viva Conagua should be linked to plant, medical drug, uh, or something like that. There, yeah. there is no question. So, but <laughs> maybe you can give me your reflection on it. It's
0: not about. <clears throat> it's not. From my perspective, it was not only about, like, the link to some sort of drug. I mean, you know me and and everyone who knows me. I'm a really big fan of, like, um, herbal medicine. And I'm not just saying that weed is is a medicine, but um, all the plants, you know. So, um, and uh, there's a lot of countries who are now legalizing it. And and as well, Germany, you can buy CBD and everything. So, for me, it's not all about that, but it's that... um, um a dj who uh, was also living in germany but was originally from california told me that um here it's a really commercial business so when they legalized it all the big companies like you said before the, the red one and there's other big ones it's like a profit oriented market with like big companies and and i don't like that so and that's why and 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 the market itself was seen by a lot of like underground and conscious people here that this is a really bad thing going on there so i was like it for me this is this is the bigger question or the more important question if we want to step into a market which is like um profit oriented and big companies and so yeah i wanted to ask you something yes ma'am what's the good news
1: The good news, we have a cooperation with Speed Project. I mean, I got more good news, but this is the uh, good news about uh, the Speed Project, Ah. that we have a cooperation with them. Okay. We have more good news.
0: Yeah, because you you, you answered that with, like, the bad news, you know,
1: so... Yeah, because you asked me about first the bad news.
0: Yeah.
1: And then the good news is that we have a cooperation. Uh, I was really, like, working for three years and trying to convince Niels Ahlen because I really believe in him. He's a true, radical, inspiring person. He came here without speaking English at all and knowing anybody and just started one of the real big agencies and... Um, so he's a really nice guy. That was the reason. But we even have more good news. We had uh, received our first donation this year so far by uh, Paul Ripke, also a co-founder of Vivo Canago California, long-term uh, supporter. He donated more than $5,000 because uh, he co- uh, his colleague said he will sum it up. You say it like that? He will increase the donation. They collected like $5,000, but he will put something on it. So we don't know yet the money, but we know that there's a donation and the other good news is that our long-term partner Weltunghilfe from Germany is partnering also with Viva Conagua California since the very beginning since we started Viva Conagua in 2005 we had the cooperation with Vivo and St. Pauli I think they were like the main driving forces why Viva Conagua is like Viva Conagua is today and all the projects we did in or oh, most of the projects we did in water projects and sanitation projects in on the African continent and Asia, uh, we have done together with Weltungerhilfe, and it's really interesting because they said they believe in what we're doing, and you have to know that it's a quite big organization in Germany, and Germany is known for efficiency and bureaucracy and all these things, and in the meeting of the of the board meeting. Uh, some of the board members who don't know us so good, they ask, yeah, but how are they going to get donations? How are they going to get um, the organization across the U.S.? And, and then the people who support the idea of cooperating with us again, they said, hey, we don't know. We don't know, <laughs> yeah. honestly. And I think they don't know either, but somehow they will do it and so it's really interesting for me that they there is no this is also something which is for me really interesting there is till now no real plan how we do Vivo Canava California or is there am I wrong from my perspective I mean we
0: have ideas
1: but do you have what? a plan like a plan where you say oh. Excel first is uh, get admin done second is organize that cert is that uh, marketing target group blah no, blah blah blah, no, blah blah but
0: we have like the uh, we say like we have a drop print like a blueprint or like the basis of what needs to be done in an organization like us and we need we know that from germany and and austria and switzerland and whatever so and uganda and, and so we know the basic things which have to have to be done can and i then, ask
1: a question, please? Yeah? Because this uh, I think the name of the podcast is Jobwise how to start a family Social business so this could be interesting For some of the listeners What is the job brand What is it exactly What does it say um, And what structure it gives you To start a business
0: It's not a structure Really but it's like The, the, the core things which um, We say okay this is Vivo Konakwa. So we have Basic assumptions, vision, mission Um, What's a
1: basic assumption?
0: Uh, Transformation, for example Or activation or inspiration Or connection These are all four basic assumptions
1: And what's the vision?
0: Uh, Water for all and all for water
1: And why it is important (laughs) for a social business um, To have a vision, a mission uh, Basic assumptions, a brand key Why is it important?
0: um for for me on a personal i mean you can answer this in like if you if you go to an economy class and you're talking about it also about companies and not only organizations or ngos or whatever it's like for legal entities i would say or people or groups who want to like achieve something usually they they try to find a corridor where they can run, you know, or go to. So there's a left barrier and a right barrier, whatever, or when you, when you go with a picture of, of a corridor. Um, and, but for me, it helps me to to answer questions and, and to go further. If, if Do we do this partnership? Do we do that event, whatever? We can we can go back to the basic assumptions and we we just ask ourselves: Is this vivo connectable? Does this um, inspire people? Does this connect people? And so,
1: for example, so when for we... me
0: it's a good tool.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. To go
0: somewhere without a plan and to decide.
1: So it, I didn't want to interrupt you, but this was really interesting. So when we comes back to rewind, select the wheat for water, we can. Take the values and the brand key and the uh, mission statement and the vision and, uh, and put it like use it as a filter to see if wheat for water is working for Viva Conakma or not. Because, for example, is it connecting people? Yes. Definitely. If it, is, is it activating people? Uh, most of the time, probably not that much. <laughs> so uh, is it like uh, can it be part of our educational program? Probably not. You shouldn't uh, uh, link that too much kids and you should educate them about things like that, but yeah. So then it falls out. Or like corporations with big companies. The That's why
0: I say for me, it's like, I mean, this is this is the core, this is uh, part of the culture, this is part of what Viva Con is. Um, is in, in the inner, I would say. Um, and this just helps me to, like, um, decide and to move on all with the steps what we need to do here. And we have this, like, things um, and drop print where we also have, like, okay, if you if you want to set up, like, an NGO or a company or social business, okay, you need to have IT and finance admin and blah, 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 and all the normal business talk, you know. So we also have that, of course, because we have the structures in um, all the legal entities we have. So we have, for example, a master plan of finances, which we use in kind of like every organization, which also will help us here, you know, and then um, we have the basic press text, we have, you know, like WASH, we have the same WASH strategy we want to follow with every organization. And of course, when we're coming here to California, we will follow the same strategy. So we're not coming here with like empty hands, you know, so we're coming with like 15 years of experience and of experiences and a lot of organizational development for for me which is the key so we know where we are you know uh, who we are
1: (laughs) where we are are and
0: we know too but where we want to go with that we don't know but we just go and we see where there's like doors um opening up um for us and then we we see if it fits or if if we go through that door or if we just take the next one
1: at the moment if you think about all the open doors in Los Angeles like after being here for unbelievable time of amount amount of time for 10 days what is the most interesting door for you?
0: the most interesting door on the one side is one of the main things why I came to Viva Conagua is the universal languages of art music and sports which are connecting people and um um, connecting businesses connecting organizations via these universal languages Uh, and for me this is like one of the main things um why i back in the days wanted to volunteer and start working also for Vivo Con and you you said i I should have to because i wanted to write my master thesis about Vivo Con and then you said but then you need to volunteer (laughs) remember
1: <laughs> yes i <want laughs> it was to interesting
0: it. so but yeah that's how i came to view Um, and that's the one thing and i mean if you look at california is that the art scene and the music scene and everything is just so intense here and um there's a lot of yeah there's just so so much creative potential here um and the other part which um i realized um in the last 10 days again and again and again um, and which is also the thing Why I really love and like Viva connected from beginning onwards Is connecting um, Social business to the Charitable work um, Because um, for me this is this is The future to like really change Economy and economic systems And circle
1: Oh I spoiled it Sorry to make it transparent What happened I just throw, uh, What I crashed the uh... The, what it's called Tascam recorder the sound recorder it's yeah it's part of my ADD
0: yeah so yeah economic value chain systems you know like how economy works demand and supply and for a like I mean we will still have you always will have um, economic markets and economy because this is part of our world but for me it's like we need to change the system it works or why it works so social business is for me a big solution for a lot of problems we challenge um, nowadays um, and i realized there's not so 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 many really cool social businesses out here it's not that we have the best idea you know but um or the best social business um um, um in germany uh, or what we did but um Viva Agua started with a couple of social business ideas or partnerships or whatever and and, and in Germany and in Hamburg and Berlin especially you, you can see a lot of them with different um, concepts behind um, and I really like to like to push that here as well and I think I think people are really open, especially here in California with this old hippie kind of spirit and a lot of like green and sustainable uh, companies are coming from here and um, yeah. So I think these two things um, are cool.
1: I yeah. think it's a perfect um, ah. You know that when you miss words in the English language, um, cliffhanger. It's cliffhanger. For me, it's really funny because I hope that one day I will speak fluently, perfect English, even possible, even possible. I think. That I can do the TH one day (laughs) I really I think our
0: daughter will get it first (laughs) yeah definitely
1: like she almost got it but uh, the cliffhanger for what is happening downstairs we are up in our artist in residency and we have the first let's call them artists because we have called the whole project artist in residency Um, but they are more they are more like social entrepreneurs Um, they are doing the business of power water and can you explain what is happening downstairs at the moment
0: i mean first of all maybe power water power water they they sell um really nice um steel can bottles um to refill it up um with like tap water or whatever so the people are not buying plastic bottles and whatever so it's a really nice sustainable project and company and they had the same and a very similar logo with a drop and they also wanted to do it like for water projects, right? And then someone connected you, and you're now in in, in connection with Czech. I think two years already.
1: Yeah, something, something like, like that.
0: that. And and I really like that. And they did the first partnership with us. Um, um, Isakov, a really really lovely artist, and um, designed one of their first um, steel bottles or steel cans. Um, yeah, with an artwork. And part of the proceeds um, are going to Viva Konica. So this was um it's really nice but I think it started last year. And yeah, they're here. We're having like a 3-day workshop about um social business opportunities and um how to set up um a social entity like a commercial one because uh if we want to do something like that we have we have to set up a new legal entity what we saying like we did in Germany. So we now have the Public Benefit Corporation, which is here called 501 c 3 which is, um, I would say, the Gemeinnütziger Verein in German. So it's an association, it's a charity, it's a whatever, how you ever uh, want to call it. Um, so we have that set up in 2018. Um, um, and if you want to set up a social business, be it like selling water, um, bottled water, be it selling a sustainable toilet paper or eat for water that's your idea (laughs) still um or other really cool ideas we have in mind uh we need to set up um also new entity and we also want to work with local people here um they have the same spirit; they're really interested they're um since two years really engaged and helping we're helping each other so that's really cool so we we're going to um yeah it's going to the next level
1: you know what I just said to sort when you sort, uh, spoke about weed for water again, um, because I really learned, and this could also be something um, really helpful for us and, and, and uh, interesting for like working normally in, in companies or something like that, because the moment I put it out, <laughs> I went to sleep, and the other day I got a lot of feedback by people from Germany who said, Are you crazy, you cannot do weed for water, it's uh, against the values of Vivo Conagua and and I just put it up and didn't thought sort about. Of but the good thing was I make I make everything transparent. So whenever I have an idea, a concept or whatever, I tell it to people because then they put their input into it, they give me feedback and then the the design of everything happens by the collective and also the corrective sometimes so our volunteers are the corrective and if i wouldn't do that i probably continued planning about weed for water and then one day there would be an organization called weed for water giving profits to people conagua so now they could interact or stop it immediately and say hey that's not a good idea go another way and the same is happening with projects we're doing, like for example, for the artisan residency or whatever we come for. So, whenever you have ideas out there or can connect us to people, because we're really starting it and uh, it's drop by drop. So, please connect us with all your ideas, people, creativity, and stuff, because uh, we truly need it. And I, I, I believe in it. It would be better for big companies if they be more. Um, transparent on what they're doing how they're doing it and why they're doing it because then the moment you're transparent you get better feedback you get people better on board and you uh, so you people can identify probably more with the things yeah i also realized when like um, you are just smiling why you're just smiling what are you thinking
0: <clears throat> because sometimes uh, sometimes when you do this and when you're just so transparent which I really um, like um, but sometimes you're just so honest about all the things you know like you're talking about going to shit with open doors and whatever uh, about everything you know with everyone
1: my Um, aunt is not speaking no more with me because of yeah sometimes
0: it's really also a problem also for me and I'm just sitting there there it's like oh yeah oh gosh
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah it's interesting i mean for example like then i posted yesterday uh, about the designs um, of our water bottles
0: ah you didn't show me the
1: designs oh uh, i'm sorry for that i'm
0: not so much on Instagram, yeah yeah though.
1: it's good i i, I really appreciate <laughs> and i like um just saying uh, i but i will later show you of course. Like and. I got a really lot of feedback by the people because the people I think have now the idea okay I give him feedback and this whole feedback gets into his uh, decision. I will not be the one who decided on my own of course you and all the people from our communication marketing also in Germany and a lot of people will give feedback. But at the end, I think it's really interesting, and it was one of the major reasons why we started this podcast—to make it as transparent as possible and to um, explain to people what we're doing and why we're doing and yeah. I mean, for it.
0: me, this will be one of the biggest challenges here as well. Like, how do we get a community here or a collective here who um, gives us feedback here? I mean, you know, now we have a lot of like german friends or friends who are connected to like some people who live here in the US and so we have like um a circle of friends who are, like really supporting us and and um commenting on everything but for me also to have the feedback here from from local people is 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 really interesting and i don't and and, and yeah it's one of the biggest challenges to to get that here to really open up to um um, to have volunteers here, to have supporters
1: here, locals here, you know. How we, how you create a community? Maybe weed for water again? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's done. For all the people, thanks for the feedback to, concerning weed for water. It will not be something which I focus on.
0: Danny, also one of the really old-time supporters since fourteen years, I would say, of Vivo Canagua, who is now with us here. And doing the whole workshop um, about social businesses is having the big um, idea or is pushing it, the cup concept. And I mean, this was, I think, for Viva Conagua one of the big steps to have like a big volunteer, big volunteer cruise in a lot of cities. Because if you go to music festivals and, and collect the cup deposit, um, <clears throat> a lot of young people just wanted to go to that music festivals and have like a really... Uh, good time together and 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 at the same time to do something good and collect the cups you know here you have no um, cup deposit system so that's why we are having this idea of bringing it to here and and this would be also maybe a step to create a bigger community around it
1: I like Um, maybe last question for today uh, miss Fritz Um, about like we spoke a little bit about the cooperation with where all the benefits and proceeds will go to the water projects a lot of people who are connected to Vivo Conagua know already about Uganda Ethiopia uh, maybe South Africa to link the the communities concerning music and art and fashion but there's also this idea of um, supporting projects in the country of where we're living and you, you want to give me a sign? You can make it transparent, really. <laughs> she was giving me a sign like, what, what like skip, skip? Or was it <laughs> yeah. skip, skip? Next week, next week. Yeah, next week.
0: week. I thought maybe because this we is can a longer cliff, topic. Yeah, know?
1: we can do the cliffhanger, you know, like this uh, thing. So yeah. keep people interested in yeah, the podcast. So
0: maybe next week we're going to speak yeah,
1: about... Yeah, but, but what could be projects in the country? What have you seen last last year? Maybe we could just give a, lot, a short... Inside okay. Or what? A very short insight is
0: that, and I think a lot of you know it already. Within the U.S., you have big water problems.
1: <laughs> Why are you love it? Why are you love it? <laughs> huh? No, but it's something different. Um, <laughs> I so often think the U.S. is so uh, on so many levels similar to a country like Uganda. When when there was this windy time and the 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 power just went down it's the same like when it's raining in Uganda sometimes then the power is not but um eh, I wanted to connect it to a different topic like in Germany we collect money we fundraise money we have social businesses and then we use the money for water projects sanitation projects in other countries for where, example, there's a need where there's a drinking need drinking
0: water hygiene um and sanitation
1: the same is in Uganda. But different. Same, same, but different. Because we're doing water projects there on the one hand. And on the other hand, we're doing campaigning. We just started the first social business with the Sprouts and stuff like that. So something similar can happen here in the US that we fundraise money on the one hand, but we also support water projects here in the country. Yeah. And you want to stop here because this is the perfect cliffhanger for next season. So we have a topic to speak about, Nick. Yes. So we're going to talk
0: about uh prop, like the water problems within the country and and um <clears throat> at the, about the travel i went to last october which was for me really intense to see that within a country like us um to see so many challenges and problems especially around uh, clean drinking water well
1: maybe only one last question like where where was this uh journey going like which was the place
0: so I went to South Dakota to a Native American reservation.
1: Ah. And where else you know about water projects in the U.S.?
0: I mean, we could start here in L.A. as well.
1: You know, L.A., yes. California is like. More. And you went to where? Detroit. Yes. Flint, Michigan.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yes. So we will speak about that next week. Um, I, from my perspective, will have stand on thin ice and have warm socks on. Because I don't know so much about this I'm, I'm more the uh, I, I've been to Detroit but I don't know Too much about it I, But let's see what we come up With next yeah,
0: week And next week we're going to have our private household plan So you still have the warm socks on Until, it,
1: until it's finished <laughs> Hopefully washed <laughs> Washed warm socks Thanks a lot for listening uh, This was Dropwise with Agnes and Michael Fritz
0: Thank you